Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Mike's on. He's ready to go. On the fan. New York Sports Radio. Mike's on. Mike's on. He'll get you the sports any way that he can. It's Mike Francis on the fan. Sports Radio 66. All right, coming to you live from the Hard Rock next to Yankee Stadium. We're inside Yankee Stadium. This is Mike Zahn, Francesa on the fan on a football Friday that is still a baseball Friday, although there's a lot of uh, long faces in the Bronx after last night's debacle. And we get ready for a a game five. And obviously, there is a, a lot of work to be done. The air came out of the balloon last night. Uh, on a night where the Yankees had to win in even the series and didn't and now put themselves in, in you know, a position they didn't want to be in, having to win three straight games and two of them against Verlander starting this evening and then Cole back in Houston if they can ever extend this to a game seven and they're obviously enormous underdogs not to be able to do that against this Houston team that has been better than them since game two in every way. Better than them pitching, better than them Hitting better than them defensively, better than them on the base paths. They have made every play. The Yankees last night looked like circus clowns. Uh, they couldn't get out of their way offensively. They couldn't get the big hit that they needed. Uh, they fielded terribly, whether it was LeMayu at first or Torres at second. They didn't make plays. Uh, they didn't get clutch hits, and they have now found themselves in a very familiar position, one they have gotten very used to. Uh, and especially the past two years where now it will be two very special regular seasons back-to-back and then nothing but utter disappointment in the postseason. And this year was going to be different because they had shown you that they were going to be different in the postseason. They came in and they dominated Minnesota, which is something they've always done. They opened up the Houston series with a one-sided win. So now everybody was giddy, and now everybody expected this to be a, uh, just a run uh, head first into the World Series and Houston, which is a, a terrific team, had other ideas. But it's comical, absolutely comical, to listen to people talk about this team. They, because so many of you fans, and not only you fans, but people who analyze it on television, people who analyze it on the radio, people who follow the team, all want to transform the team into something they're not. Oh, they should do this. Oh, the backup should play. Well, really? Do you think you're getting beat by backups in the Houston series? Or is it Altuve and Springer and Correa and Cole and Verlander who is beating you? Okay, you don't win these series with your backups. The Yankee fan for months over the summer told me, how implored how much they had to have Gio Scheller in the series. He is 2 for 15 in the series. Now I'm sure you want him out of the lineup. You want everybody out of the lineup. You want Carlosio out of the lineup. You want everybody who's not hitting out of the lineup. Except if they took everybody out of the lineup who wasn't hitting, you wouldn't be able to feel the team. 
That's the bottom line. And then they want to transform the team. Oh, bunt. Oh, yeah, because the Yankees bunt all the time. Really? You want guys who have never even attempted a bunt all year, to, uh, who have never had a sacrifice foot in five years, to, to start bunting. Did the Astros last night, when they got a walk to their eight hitter against Tanaka, who had now shut them out for eight innings, going to the third inning last night, did they, when they got a walk to their eight hitter and then a bloop, from their ninth hitter. So they got the proverbial walk and a bloop. Okay, so you know what comes after the walk and the bloop. Did they bunt Springer last night because they hadn't had a, a run against Tanaka in eight innings? Did they say, oh, let's, let's change who we are? No, that team that hit 288 home runs, what did they do? They had a three-run homer. And what beat the Yankees last night? The same thing that's beat them the whole series, home runs. In the 3-2 win, Springer and Korea homered. In the 4-1 win, Altuve and Reddick homered. And last night, Springer and Korea hit three-run home runs each. The Yankees are getting beat by power and pitching. That's what the Yankees are about, power and pitching. Except the Yankees have not been able to get big hits. They have not gotten any hits, no less big hits, in these games. And they haven't pitched as well. They haven't fielded as well. They haven't been smart enough on the base pass. They've done a lot of things wrong while Houston has done and executed everything right. That's why Houston's winning. The Yankees hit 306 home runs this year. In the regular season, you love it. You like to watch the Yankees flex their muscles. Then you expect them to become some different team in the postseason. No. That home run's going to be there. They're not going to win. The same guys who are going to do it in the regular season are going to do it in the postseason. They're not going to win. That's how this works. You don't go looking for guys who are second-rate players and put them in. Okay? Everyone wanted Sanchez out of the lineup last night. Without, without him, you wouldn't have any offense last night. The guys who got you here. And then I hear, oh, Torres can't be moved from third to fourth. That's why he didn't hit last night. I mean, come on. I mean, are, are we serious? You're going to tell me the reason that Torres had a bad night to play last night was because he was batting fourth instead of third? I mean, come on. I mean, that cannot be what you really think, okay? What he did was go up there and have bad at-bats and got pitched to very well. They went with Granky soft stuff, and then they went with hard stuff behind that, and it really affected the Yankees, no question. Presley behind Granky is a completely different look. That's what you call baseball. That's what you call smart managing. It was a hard look after a soft look, and the bottom line is the Yankees didn't adjust. And Torres had bad at-bats, and Sanchez had bad at-bats. I'm telling you right now, that game, could have been a completely different game if the Torres at bat in the first inning or the Sanchez at bat in the first inning is a different at bat because if they get the Granky in the first and knock him out of the box, Houston would have waved the white flag on that game and said, see you tonight. Instead, what happened, they got a lead and they said, let's go for the juggler. And that's exactly what they did and the Yankees never got themselves back in the game. Tanaka didn't pitch badly last night. Like I said, he gave up a walk and a bloop, but then he gave up a blast. And you, you know what? You give up three-run homers in the postseason, you lose. That's all there is to it. You can't get hit with three-run home runs. Not when they're out pitching you. And then, of course, the Yankees took that to the highest stage where they couldn't get a big hit. And then they started kicking the ball all over the ballpark and really embarrassing themselves in the later innings of the game. All that was was just... For the fan... For the fans, for the team, all it was was embarrassment. That's all. They were going to lose the game anyway, but it just got ugly last night. And what they watched was people just walk out of the stadium because it was hard to sit there in the eighth and ninth inning with them kicking the ball all over the ballpark. It really was. It was a tough night. Now, is the series over? Hey, 
I've been doing this way, way too long to think that the series is automatically over. If you believe that, then you haven't been watching enough baseball. Because I've seen teams look dead in the Yankees come back. I can tell you right now. I've told this many times. I was in Boston in 2004. And I was in the building the night the Yankees beat the Red Sox 19-8 to go up three games to love. 19-8. I had to go home, come home and do my football show. So I left Boston at 4 in the morning. And I listened to sports talk with my wife down to come to the fan to do my Sunday football show. And all I heard was Red Sox fans calling up the Boston station saying, we will never beat this team. We allow our guys to have beards and to not have discipline. And the Yankees have discipline. And the Yankees do this. And the Yankee way wins. And the Red Sox way doesn't win. And they came up with every stupid reason except the real reason. And the real reason was their players weren't playing well enough to win. And you know what happened? The next night, I was doing my mic'd up show on NBC, and it was the ninth inning. And I said to my producer, Jim Bell, I said, let me know when the Yankees win it with Mariano on the mound with a run lead. We all know what happened. A walk, a stolen base, a base hit. Poppy in extra innings, and the Yankees lost. The next night, they had a two-run lead, and the bullpen and Gordon and Mariano couldn't hold the lead, and now it's 4-2. Now it's 3-2. And now you go back to Yankee Stadium, and the Yankees are in trouble with their pitching, and the bloody sock game happens. Now it's 3-3. And then I sat in that stadium in Game 7 when the Yankees couldn't decide, Torrey couldn't decide who he wanted to be the starting pitcher. And he made the wrong choice, and then he backed it up with another bad choice, and it was 8 nothing in the second inning. And I sat there for the rest of the game next to Red Sox fans and Yankee haters as they continued to multiply and watched as the Red Sox went from never being able to beat the Yankees to winning four straight games. So I have seen it. I have seen it. I've seen the Yankees win on crazy games against the Diamondbacks to take a 3-2 lead in that series. And then went out to Arizona and watched the Diamondbacks win game six and then win game seven when Mariano had a lead in the ninth inning in game seven. I watched Mariano get nickeled and dimed and blow a bunt play, and the Yankees went up to lose two, give up two runs in that game in the ninth inning and lose that. So the bottom line is, funnier things than this have happened, but... The Yankees are going to have to be a whole lot better, and they're going to have to find a way to get around one of the great pitches in this generation, one of the great pitches ever. Uh, the bottom line is they're facing a great, great pitcher this evening, and he's got the ability to close the Yankees out. And the Yankees are going to have to be far better, but they're not going to do it by doing something they don't do. They're going to do it by having their best players step up and perform well, whether that's Paxton to start the game, whether that's somebody in the lineup. And, you know, we could talk about all these adjustments they're going to make. They're not going to make that many adjustments, folks. They're not going to transform the lineup because there's nothing to transform it to. All right, maybe Stanton will DH tonight. Maybe that'll happen. Maybe they'll bench Encarnacion. Maybe they'll put Encarnacion at first and put LeMay with third. Tonight, I would do that. I would put Stanton at the DH because he should play. And I would put Encarnacion at first because I've tried to tell you LeMay is not the best first baseman in the world like some of you think he is. As he's, I've watched him make some terrible errors in the postseason. And I would take Cachello and sit him down. And I would then roll my dice and see what happens and see if the Yankees can either get a couple of runs off Verlando or get him out of the game at a certain point and try to see if they can win it against the bullpen and try and push the series back to Houston. And a funny thing happens in these series is 
all of a sudden you turn the pressure back when you're up. You see, the Yanks have got the dirt kicked on them today. They had the dirt kicked on them last night by their fans, by the media, by everybody in baseball. They're not coming back against Verlander. They're not coming back against this great Houston team. They're not coming back down 3-1, so they've already been dead. And now when you've been dead and you live in a series, all of a sudden you're bulletproof. Now all of a sudden the pressure's on the team to close you out. They still have to win another game. And the Yankees got to find a way to have a three-game winning streak. It's not the craziest thing in the world. I've seen it too many times. I've seen plenty of series from 3-1 down. And yes, I even saw one from 3-love down, which had never happened before in the history of baseball. And I witnessed every inning of every game and watched it happen. And I can tell you this, the Yankees and the Red Sox have never been the same. The Red Sox became champions, and the Yankees have become less than champions since then. They've won one championship, while the Red Sox have won a lot more than that, as we know. And the Yankees in recent years have had a lot of trouble, and especially trouble in the ALCS. They are not the same team that they were in the 90s. That team in the 90s that everybody, some of you don't know, and many of you weren't either old enough or you weren't yet watching every day or you weren't in the business or whatever it may be but that 96 team was 23 years ago and that's the team that started the dynasty and that team was buried in the first two games of the World Series buried and embarrassed and the Braves were going to sweep in four and we all know what happened the Yankees won the next four games from two love down, and they were embarrassed in the first two games of that World Series. Far worse than they've been embarrassed in this series. So series can turn around, but you know what? They don't have to, and you're going to have to turn it around. And it's not going to turn around because you're going to start bunting the baseball, okay? Or doing something out of character. You're going to win the same way the Yankees won 103 games all year, and the same way they beat the Twins. They're going to have to pitch, and they're going to have to get big hits, and they're going to have to hit with men in scoring position, and they're going to have to hit some home runs because that's how they score. And that's the way the Astros have scored in this series. They had 288 home runs, and they've won this, these games because they've hit home runs in big spots, whether it's been Springer and then the game winner by Korea and then Altuve and Reddick, or whether it's Springer and Korea last night hitting three-run home runs. That's how they've won these games. So all the lineups won't make a difference. And changing guys and bringing guys off the bench and putting in subs, their subs for a reason, isn't the answer. It's having your best players show up tonight and take the responsibility and play better. That's it. It's not any more complicated than that. It really isn't. You know that? And I'll give you the lineup right now as we start things off just to see what enormous changes the only change is the one I expected you would see, and you will see it. So here we go. LeMayu, Judge, Torres, Stanton at DH batting cleanup. Hicks, Sanchez, Didi, Urshela, Gardner. So Encarnacion, who the Yankees waited to put in the postseason, who ran to the plate in the Minnesota series. He couldn't wait to get there fast enough. Has been completely shut down in this series, and now he takes a bench for Stanton, which is the right move. You could have put him in the infield. They obviously didn't want to. They, so they decided to keep Gio in and play the defense, 
and put him at third. And he's had a quiet series, too. He's two for 15. He had a home run early in the series, but he's two for 15. And Canarsion's one for 15. A lot of the guys are struggling also. So the Yankees, I thought, after the way Aaron talked yesterday, I thought they'd put Stanton in. Stanton should be in there. He's got to carry his weight. And maybe he gives the team a lift. I don't know. But it wasn't going to be some crazy, crazy bunch of super subs that was going to make a difference. Or some, you know, the, you know some shakeup of the lineup that's going to make a big difference. And it doesn't matter whether Torres bats third or fourth. What it matters is he has a good at bat when the guys are on in front of him. He didn't do that last night. They had plenty of chances last night. They didn't get it done. That's why they lost. The Astros got it done. They had two three-run homers. You hit two three-run homers in a playoff game, you're winning the game. And the Astros have done everything better. The Yankees, the Astros have run the bases better. They've played better defense. They've pitched better. They've pitched better in situations. They've handled situations better. And when you win in the postseason, it's because you handle situations better. The postseason's about making the right pitch or getting the right at bat and getting the big hit at the right moment. That's how you win postseason games. There's no other way to win them. And it comes, that's it. But it's going to be your stars. When the Yankees won, it was Mariano. It was Pettit. It was Jeter. It was Bernie. It was Matsui. Okay, that's how they won. That's why they won. That's how you do it. That's how it works. Doesn't, you don't come up with some crazy you know, new formula because you're not doing it the right way. Listen, you do what got you here. And the Yankees are going to have to look in the mirror after this season. And yes, everyone's going to talk about, oh, they got to get that pitcher. And yeah, they got to get the dominant pitcher and open their wallets and get Cole or get Bumgarner or get Strasburg uh, and, and do, and, you know, that's the secret. It's not just the secret. It's also about getting big hits in big spots. You know, the Yankees this year, they coined phrases about the savages in the box and everything else. They've been anything but that in this series. They have been very meek in big spots. When you're meek in big spots, you lose. And that's the bottom line. They have to have big hits in big spots. And you know what? The regular season isn't a great indicator because... The Yankees right now, the way they're built, they're gonna, they are going to bully the Oriole bullpen. And they're going to bully the Tiger bullpen and the Royal bullpen and the Blue Jay bullpen. They're not playing those guys now. They're playing Verlander and Cole and a team that's better than them and a team that knows how to win and a team that's very well put together. And it was going to take better than the Yankees have given to win this. But here's the bottom line. Got to beat the Yankees one more time. And you know what? There were a lot of times the Yankees won a game in Yankee Stadium this year. Right now, all they have to do tonight is win one game. That's it. One game. It's not about three games. It's not about Houston. It's not about anything else. It's about one game. One game. And the Yankees, plenty of times this year, have won one game at Yankee Stadium. That's the chore. Back after this. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.